I'm a fan of my uh, Wolfang impression. It sounded like this. Basically, if you were Depth Charge, but a wolf. <laughs> On the prowl, bitches. On the prowl and ready to howl. Wow, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good slogan. Yeah, that's that, that's not bad. That would be on the the back of the the packaging where it has like your uh, your tech specs, like your strength, intelligence, like speed, endurance, like and a little quote by him, and a little quote by him, and that 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 would be that would be uh, Wolfang as voiced by Neo Cal. Too much energy. Too much energy. The planet does have Unicron. Too much Anadon. Too much Energon. Too much Anadon. More than a sufficient amount. Merry Christmas, Maximals! Welcome to part two of our 2021 Too Much Energon Christmas special. Coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere on planet Energon, I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm your other host, NeoCal. How, how is it going this week, Cal? How's, the, uh, how's, how's the, Christmas, uh, the Christmas time, the Christmas cheer for you, if you will? It's... The Christmas energon, even the, the the Christmas energon is brimming. Uh, I don't have any um, I don't have any decorations or anything up, but uh, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it through the the digital world, so to you're, speak. That you're feeling the Christmas cheer. I'm feeling it. Yeah, maybe well, maybe it, it's something I'm clinging on to during these <laughs> apocalyptic times. <laughs> uh. Perhaps it's all of the uh, uh, all of the the festivities we've been having here at Lasercomb Productions for the. I think that's uh, what it is uh, for the past few weeks. You know, like uh, special special uh, Christmas themed episodes of this show, Christmas themed episodes of other shows that we do, uh, interviews that we've done, board games we've played, Maximals we've destroyed. <laughs> yes, it's definitely helped. <laughs> uh, well, that's good to hear. I uh, today got myself a I got myself a, a Christmas gift of sorts. Um, Is it green and or and or red? Yes. Ah! <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners, I am holding up a Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom Resbinator <laughs> that I managed to procure today. They actually had quite a few of them at my local GameStop. Formerly oh. known as EB Games. That's right. It took fifteen years, but they <laughs> but they they got there. God damn it, yeah. they got there. <laughs> uh, Any, yeah. Anyone wondering what the hell are they talking about? Um, GameStop acquired a chain called what was it? Electronic Boutique. Yes, uh, it was originally Electronics Boutique like twenty years ago, and then it became EB Games in the mid two thousands, and then GameStop bought them a couple. GameStop USA bought them a couple of years later, and they but changed they kept the name. They changed sort of? some of the stores, like back in Eastern Canada, from what I've heard, to GameStops, but most of them they left as being EB Games. But uh, uh, recently, yeah. they've decided uh, they're all called just, GameStop. 
fuck it, they're all GameStop. Yeah. Who knows why? Who cares, even? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> uh, Raspberry is no longer in frame. Oh, there he is. I've always been a fan of my Waspinator impression. You should. You should. <laughs> I should I should be proud, damn it. I've never really talked about this on the, the show yet, but uh, a couple weeks back, I also managed to procure a War for Cybertron Kingdom Tigatron. Mm-hmm. Uh, it anyone... actually legitimately looks very much, like almost 100% like the, the Beast Wars uh it's, 3D model. It's it's the hypest Tigatron you will possibly get without forking out the money for the masterpiece figure. Someone else has his Tigatron, but it's out of reach. <laughs> it is behind you. Up on the mantle. There it is. <laughs> I'm like, where could it be? <laughs> I have things uh, behind me. Yes. Right next to Throttle and uh, Neo. The only Funko Pop figure I have kept. Yes, I I, I believe you've talked. Uh, I don't know if it was on this show, but you talked recently. Maybe it was on a preamble or something about a great purge you did of your Funko Pop figure The great collection. purge. I had way too many of them. Uh, people were gifting me them, thinking I liked them. Because that's and, just what you get video game and movie nerds, right? Yeah, that's what you get nerds. Every nerd likes Funko Pops. I have yeah, more you... of the I have more of them than I would care to admit, honestly. But I never buy them at full price. I'll go to like a comic oh, yeah. store or, or GameStop or something, and I'll find like a Power Rangers one, like on clearance for like a dollar. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Whoa. Wow, a dollar. Well, maybe not a dollar, but I found I found some zoo. I found uh, a couple of Zoolander Funko Pops. <laughs> I found Mugatu and uh, Ansel, uh, and they were on clearance for like two dollars each. They have Funko Pops for everything. Uh, not quite. They don't have Funko Pop figures for uh, Beast Wars characters. Uh, I might make an exception to just having Neo behind me. So yeah, I, I have a bunch of them. Uh, the only ones that I've actually bought at full price were uh, back in 2015 or 2016. They released a a line based on Marvel's uh, Netflix Daredevil show. Yeah, you're you're a big fan. I'm still a big fan. And actually, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who played the Kingpin in that series, uh, recently just popped up on uh, uh spoiler warning for anyone out there uh recently just popped up on uh uh the Disney Plus Hawkeye TV show making and uh Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock uh also appears in something else recently Marvel related that just came out in a small cameo that um I'm really excited about because they're they're keeping that uh, they're keeping that Daredevil show canon. They're bringing back the actors, so I'm like, yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like they're considering it all canon if they're bringing back the same actors, right? Yeah. So that show was kind of unceremoniously canceled back in 2018. Um, pissed me off. Still, I remember you off. were pretty upset about that. Yeah, Barry. Um, the show was better than a lot of the movies, to be honest, but. Uh, 
but but yeah, so it it gives me hope that perhaps uh, they will uh, up there 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 will be a continuation of that show in some form. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, I had a friend that was really upset when uh, Punisher um, was canceled too. Yeah, I the first season of that show was all right. I couldn't even finish the second season. I got, I don't know, I got like three episodes in and just wasn't into it. Bored. Bored. I have a confession to make. I haven't seen either. <laughs> well, That's my uh, thing. I don't watch anything, and Christopher watches everything. That's our dynamic. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of true. Uh, although, uh, this week on Too Much Energon, we are talking about Christmas. And on the subject of people watching things and people not watching things, um, we are talking about a couple of episodes, uh, Christmas-themed episodes of Transformers Animated. Now, I watched these last week, and this week, life got in the way. When so, life hands you lemons, you, you... transform and roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Anyway, I didn't have a chance to rewatch them a second time, so my memory's a little hazy on what goes on, like beyond like broad strokes. But uh, Cal, being the legitimate journalism that he is, uh, did actually rewatch these. So I liked him. So I'm gonna gonna be leaning on Cal a little bit for for the narrative of this episode. But before we get into that, um, let's talk about Christmas in the Transformers franchise. Okay. And let's talk about why we chose these episodes to talk about on uh, this Too Much Energon, the Beast Wars podcast, when this has nothing to do with Beast Wars. Well, okay. you see, it is Christmas time. Uh, also, Tis. listeners, this was my idea. <laughs> Would uh, it be anyone else's? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell how much somebody likes Christmas? Um, uh, so... It being Christmas time, I wanted to uh, dedicate uh, an episode of this podcast uh, to Christmas. Last week, we had another Christmas-themed episode where we played a board game. Uh, it was pretty fun, but I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit about uh, the Christmas as a holiday in the Transformers franchise. And through my research, I discovered the only. Uh, Transformers cartoon over the years to actually have proper Christmas episodes was a two-part of uh, the 2007 to 2009 series uh, Transformers Animated. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, because it's Christmas, goddammit. And this is our podcast. We can do this whatever we want. This is the only Christmas-focused Transformers? Yep. Huh. Uh, Christmas is brought up uh, here and there. But not and a christmas episode but but not a fully like full-fledged like christmas themed episode this is uh this two-parter here is the the only one out there uh so that's why we're going to be talking about that today transformers the animated series uh anyone wondering mm -hmm. no it's transformers animated is the name to be is wrong to be yeah wait yeah you're right i was just looking at the wiki i never even yeah. thought about it yeah <laughs> yeah to be wrong about a lot of things can you tell I mean, listeners that's what we watch it on? I mean, it is free, so yeah, it's it's free. So, well, if you want to go and see these episodes that we're talking about, like pause and go go watch it. Um, it's season three, episode eight and nine. 
And yeah, it's on Tubi. Right. They um, uh, they originally aired part one, Human Error part one. So yeah, let yeah. Uh, this is the 37th and 38th episode of Transformers Animated Overall, Human Error Part 1, originally aired on April 18th, 2009. And Human Error Part 2 originally aired on April 25th, 2009. Cal, this was around the time we were working together at Blockbuster. Blockbuster video. Uh, Christmas was always special at Blockbuster, too. Because it was fucking nuts. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like... Tis the season of giving, and what better gift to give someone than the gift of DVDs? <laughs> and if they have a PlayStation or <laughs> Samsung Blu-ray player, possibly Blu-rays. And if they have an Xbox 360... <laughs> you can get them an HD DVD add-on drive on clearance for $10. Uh, because actual, they don't make them anymore. <laughs> actual no. thing. Uh, there, there was one left at Blockbuster. The Blockbuster that we worked at. The the Xbox uh, 360 HD DVD drive was uh, uh, when when it was discontinued. Uh, block. It was originally retailed for two hundred dollars, and then Blockbuster put it down to one fifty, and then one hundred, and then fifty, <laughs> and then they just cut it down to ten bucks. Unreal. I, I remember and, that now. Ten. And so and wow. ten. $10. And so when I saw that, I'm like, I I don't even have I didn't even have a 360 at that point. I'm like, fuck it. I I, I got to. It's 10 bucks. Amazing. <laughs> I didn't know you got it for like 10 bucks. Yep, it's 10 bucks. I had it for years too. I actually uh uh what did I do with it? I actually I'm pretty sure I sold it at Epic Games and more. Like only like maybe a couple of years ago. And they probably give you 10 bucks for it. <laughs> That's about what they gave me for it. Yeah. And I think they charged like a hundred for them. Who is sitting down being like, yes, finally a vintage HD DVD <laughs> Xbox 360 adapter. Also, if anyone is wondering what the fuck an HD DVD is, um, back in the mid 2000s, yeah. there was a format war between Blu-ray and HD DVD. Uh, it lasted like two years and HD DVD lost because you've heard of Blu-rays. You probably haven't heard of HD DVDs. Also around this time, and I, I say this and Cal can attest to this as people who work at Blockbuster Video, uh, most people didn't know what the fuck they were. They didn't know what the difference was be between the two formats or what the difference between them and DVDs were. It was a standard operating procedure to ask customers, like if they brought a Blu-ray to the counter to be like, and you have a Blu-ray player, yes. And most of the time they would be like, what? What's it's like, this is Blu-ray. And you would see a lot. I would see this, especially with a lot of like couples who would be like in their forties, they would like look and laugh at you. Like you're the fucking idiot because they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just like, you're not going to be able to watch this, bro. So why are you laughing at me? And it's yeah. usually because, um, a new, a new release would be out, right? It's like Sunday night and they came out. What days did they come out? Tuesday. Tuesday, Thursday, yeah. Tuesdays, right? Sunday night. Of course, we don't have any copies of whatever popular movie was out, um, right. but they'd see the Blu-ray or the HD DVD one is there and grab that copy. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what 40-year-olds did. If you go up, 60-year-olds, they just grab the plastic cover and bring it to you. Bless their heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, though, those, those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days when Transformers Animated came out. But again, before we get into that, so history of Transformers, it or, or history of Christmas in the, the Transformers franchise. So I'm going to yeah. tell you uh what uh the transformers wiki tfwiki.net a uh uh chef's kiss of <laughs> internet wikis in my opinion i i love i've talked about it before on the show but i fucking love the tone of this wiki it has this really like snarky like kind of sarcastic tone yeah it we we frequently reference realistic velociraptors <laughs> linking to a wikipedia article for jurassic park I, that comes from the tf wiki where i got planet energon from <laughs> yeah <laughs> what um, we didn't make that up uh it, it took me a long time to actually remember where i read it on the transformers uh. wiki and it uh but i knew i got it from there and eventually a while ago i'm like oh so it was some like promo comic for Beast Wars that was only the Beast Wars video game that was only released in the UK, but in the comic book it said that they crashed on quote Planet Energon. <laughs> and I'm legit. like, I'm like Planet Energon. That's hilarious. I'm gonna run with that. And here we are living on Planet Energon. So uh, TF Wiki describes Christmas as a holiday celebrated by humans on December 25th, commemorating the birth of someone called, quote-unquote, Christ, who is considered God. It seems to re revolve around the exchange of material goods, the slaughter uh, and feastening of confires, and the consumption of roasted conifers. aliens. Conifers. Uh, Autobot, I can read, I swear. <laughs> Autobot intelligence suggests that at the time, humans gather together and don't shoot each other. <laughs> More importantly, Christmas is also the focus of a powerful spirit, manifesting in charity, goodwill, and appreciation. Even hardened Decepticon warriors and vengeance-driven humans are subject to its influence. Such spirit is manifest in a saint named Santa Claus, who travels the world bearing gifts. Some Autobots have been known to don a red outfit with a bushy white beard, imitating Santa Claus as part of the Christmas ritual. Uh, so, amazing. Uh, no, Transformers uh, television doesn't touch on Christmas very much beyond like passing mentions, but uh, apparently it came up in the the Marvel Transformers comics of the eighties and nineties quite a bit. Okay. Um. There, there apparently was a Magic of Christmas story for uh, in the G1 continuity taking place in a Women's Day magazine called The Night the Transformers Saved Christmas. That's, huh. uh, that, that seems like a very odd... Uh, that seems like a very odd place to, uh, to, to publish such a story. But... And, and yet there it is. And yet, and yet there it is um not uh not not too much goes on in regards to christmas with transformers as i mentioned but we do have these episodes of transformers animated that we're going to be talking about right now right let's get now let's get started these message from our sponsors <laughs> 
from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Just enter code Energon. <laughs> two, two, the number two. The, the number much Energon. <laughs> the number two, M C H, Energon. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, right. All right. If only. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'd love to be sponsored by adamandeve.com. They got any robot? They got must. any robot themed? They they must, right? They got auto Autobot and Decepticon uh, toys. They uh, must. They 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 must. I'm sure they do. They must. Maybe yeah. I'll read. Maybe I'll shoot them an email. Be like, hey, want to sponsor our podcast? And they'll be like, no. And they'll be like, <laughs> they won't reply. <laughs> they won't reply. Yeah. Yeah. So we got um, Human Error Part One. It's Christmas time. Uh, one Simply thing that Christopher having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> One thing that Christopher Siege has pointed out is that it kind of looks like the IDW comics. Uh, the the Beast Wars comic, yeah. The, the, the Beast Wars comic. Uh, the, the current Beast Wars comic, which if you want to hear us talk more about, check out our spinoff of this podcast called Too Much Galavar. And it, I think this is a little smoother and less jagged, like pointy. Yeah, I don't it's know if that less... makes any sense. No, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, it, it, uh, it, if anyone has listened to too much Galavar, um, they'll, uh, they'll know that I fucking hate the art in the IDW Beast Wars comic. I actually don't mind the art style on this show. It grew on me. At first, it was kind of like, oh, this is really cartoony, but uh, yeah, yeah, it took like there. a minute or two, and I was like, no, I dig it. I think once we meet uh, Prowl's human form, then I became fully on board. I, I knew. I knew that you were going to love that. So so what's going on in Human Error Part 1? Um, everyone's getting ready for the festivities. They're, they're not worried about war. But um, Optimus can't turn off his his worry that like Soundwave is up to something. So there's, clear, indeed, there, there's some continuity going on in this show. So clearly uh, Soundwave has been up to some shenanigans, but he's not around anymore. But... Uh, some scientist dude ha- has made mass produce some like toys based on sound waves. They're like little, like miniature, like they they dance and and, yeah, and sing and and stuff. Yeah, bust a move, you know, rule, try and take over the world. And uh, who's the big green one? I'm really bad with names. Uh, is that Ironhide or? Uh, I believe that is Bulkhead. Yes, it is Bulkhead. Bulkhead. Um, he's like, oh, it can't be a sound wave. Um, I smashed him to pieces, remember? So I guess they think that they've defeated Soundwave in prior episodes to this. Yeah. Uh, little, little, little do they know. Little do they know. And speaking of uh, little, <laughs> um, Optimus thinks he sees a little like tiny sound wave toy, like spying on him mm. and he chases him and he loses, he loses him on like a, a monorail or something like that. So he just calls in the night and goes home. Yeah. He goes home and we, we get, Oh, I just noticed the- that they're putting like hubcaps and stop signs and stuff like that on their tree. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we get introduced to the rest of the Autobots and also their human friend. Uh, sorry. Yeah. S A R I, not S O O, not S O R R Y. 
So when yeah. they first said her name, I'm like, sorry. Her name is sorry. What's she sorry for? What is she sorry for? <laughs> like um, uh, like the shawl, like the, the, the dress that they wear in India. Mm. Right. Um, so yeah, they're they're decorating the tree, and uh I I believe sorry tells like Optimus that like he needs to stop worrying so much, and she they're making some like oil nog. So like eggnog made out of oil and they're making like, oil nog, but a little sound wave toy like poisons them while they're not looking. I only yeah, caught this the second time I watched this. Yeah, see, I, I missed that. Honestly, I thought that they just got drunk. That that's what I thought. And I just rewatched this and I was like, <laughs> was I not paying attention the first time? He goes up to the big batch of oil nog and like shoots energy into it. Hmm. Well, regardless, uh, it gets them drunk and they all pass out. They all go to bed. Yeah. Yep. Even sorry. Who's like 12 year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> she, Something she's like that. Little girl. She's like, wow, you guys are going to bed already. <laughs> They're like, yeah, Fuck yeah, it. yeah. There's still tomorrow. Fucking, Fucking lightweights. Fucking yeah. lightweights. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they go to bed and pass out. And uh, the next I'm morning. Done. Yeah, the, the next morning, uh, Optimus, uh, who I'd like to point out is voiced by uh, uh, David Kay. Megatron himself. Cheers. Now giving he's a, doing a hero voice. Giving a very, very different performance. I honestly didn't recognize his voice at first. I didn't until you mentioned it. And I'm like, oh, wow. So, my man. <laughs> the, <laughs> my man. So the Christmas miracle or curse is that the Transformers wake up as humans. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I really dig their human designs. Yeah, Fuck I know. It's rad. I know. So like I, you can I, tell Optimus is like the the cool leather jacket, like wearing like leader, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's wearing like he. he I I from he, I kind of got Superman vibes from him, honestly. Like I can the, see that. Yeah, uh, like Smallville vibes. They all like, run out of their like blue, oh. je blue jeans, like red jacket. Blue jeans, red jacket, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like bomber jacket. My favorite being Prowl. Prowl legit looks like a mustached motorcycle cop, complete with aviator shades and helmet. Yeah, when they all bump into each other, they're like, we're hideous! And man, they did a good job. Um, Little yellow guy, Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, He's kind of like a little kid wearing like a, he's got like a, a yellow backpack yellow shorts, yellow sneakers, yellow hat with like two little spikes in it. It's, he's pretty cute. I kind of get short like, round vibes from him. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. <laughs> and um they're like where's um you just said his name, uh Prowl. Oh. Yeah. And they're like uh-oh, like what happened did it happen to him too? And we cut to a a kind of beautiful scene. Um oh, before they go outside, they they scan themselves and they're like, "Yep, 100% organic." What are you gonna do? It's a Christmas how, miracle. How do they scan themselves if they're a hundred percent organic? Then, oh, like computers. They did like an X-ray and oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. They they sat down in some like diagnostic machine. Right, right, all right. And I like how um, oh, I'm so bad with names right now. The old guy, uh, uh, uh Sumac, Sundeck, Sundeck. Yeah, um, it's the the old guy is uh sorry's dad. The old scientist guy is sorry's dad. Sundeck, right. Um he you know what I'll bring him up later. Um but anyways, 
to I'm all over the place right here because I'm excited. I, I like these episodes. Can you tell? Um, they go, where's Prowl? And they kind of freak out. And we cut to a scene outside where Prowl is like experiencing snow as a human for the first time. It's just a moment of quiet where you hear his, and like Christopher Siege said, he's dressed as a motorcycle cop from like toe to head. Right. Like the helmet, the, the Aves, he's got a, a, a big mustache, a big mustache yeah. Those yeah. big uh, leather gloves. Yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> I knew, I knew that as soon as I saw Prowl's human form, I'm like, Christopher's going to love this. <laughs> Yeah, so like, we got like like um, when I, when I was watching it for the first time, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, this is this is all right." But then when we wake up, and then when we see their human forms, I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm intrigued now." Yeah, I think the I humans so, in this yeah. show are actually quite well designed. Um, yeah, I'm not they as, are. I'm not as big of a fan of the the robot designs, but the robot designs are fine. But the human characters are designed really, really well. I think. Yeah, and um, both I agreed. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm. I kind of want to show where the, it's just these human versions of them, right? That it's, like that that could be like the crux of the entire series is like Autobots get uh, uh, transformed into humans and they're stuck that way and they have to spend like an entire season or whatever like trying to figure out how to get change back. I would watch that. If, I would if watch it that too. Just like this, I I dig it uh, because we get some like GI Joe moments later where they're like just because we are um we aren't transformers anymore uh doesn't mean that we can't help because the predacons will attack yeah and optimus prime is like yo joe <laughs> uh, he says something uh cornier than that bulkhead is supposed to be like a big frat boy like a high school like football jock yeah is it is that what he's supposed to be uh, on I, I kind of got like, uh, have you watched Breaking Bad? I kind of got yeah. Badger vibes from him. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> kind of tall, kind of like oafy, it. tall, <laughs> oafy, like kind of, kind of a, a burnout really, really eat, eats a lot, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As we get to, but yeah, sorry. Sorry's dad. Um, he seems to be an evil genius. Christopher and I have not watched the entire series of this. Our apologies. Um, I've not seen anything other than these episodes. No. And he seems like a redeemed villain because he's dressed like a evil scientist. Mm -hmm. But he's an ally now at this part of the show. And um, but he seems to have bought uh, his daughter. Sorry, um, gifts that he wants, not gifts that she wanted. But also, she's weird and ungrateful because. She's like, he's like, open your presents. And she's like, oh, a sound wave toy. Like, cool, but he was a bad guy, dad. And he's like, but he dances, look. And he like <laughs> dances along with him. I'm like, you bought this for yourself, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I had, had friends and family like that. I had an ex who would buy me, who would buy me gifts, but were actually things that she wanted for herself. Or things that she wanted me to wear or etc etc oh yeah trying to change your like fashion or whatever you can probably guess which x it was i have an idea um the the one that i continue to curse to this day and and sorry's dad is like oh but you have one more gift and he gives her this giant uh pink 
uh, present, she opens it and it's a scooter and she's again, a normal kid that doesn't have a millionaire, like mad scientist father would go, wow, you just bought me a rad scooter. I'm going to be known as the Vespa girl. But instead she's like, um, dad, I was hoping for something with four wheels. And I'm like, you little shit. That is not the spirit of Christmas. If it was a banana, you say, thank you. You could be like that girl in that viral video who like gets an avocado and she's like, oh, look, an avocado. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm quoting a girl from a, a video um, from like six years ago or whatever. And she opens it up or a boy or something, a little kid. And it's a banana and they go, oh, they're excited. And they're like, can I eat it? And they're they're actually like really grateful. And they're like pumped because it's just a banana. Well, and then they I, give him his real present. <laughs> the video I'm talking about is old too. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna look it up right now. I've never seen the avocado. The avocado oh, look, one. an avocado. <laughs> I've never seen the avocado one. But um, sorry. While Christopher's looking that up, uh, Sari's dad is like, uh, uh, uh. It's not just a Vespa, and he presses a button, and it, and it transforms into. A bodysuit and jetpack, like like Iron Man armor, and she flies out of their like high rise like condo. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this uh, I I definitely wasn't expecting that. Uh, so the what do we got here? We got a, a switcheroo on us. The Transformers, uh, the Autobots became human, and uh, like the the human character became more uh autobot like uh real quick so the video that i was talking <laughs> about is called it's an avocado with an exclamation mark it has over 5 million views on youtube and 55,000 likes it was uploaded on august 22nd 2015 the kid opening up a <laughs> opening up uh uh present. i just watched it yeah and he, it's an avocado. He's like, it's an avocado. Thanks. And then puts it to the side. <laughs> it's in between, like, it's a little kid, but they're feigning excitement just enough that you can still tell that there, there's disappointment there. Yeah, but they're still trying to act hyped. <laughs> yeah, good, good on them. Oh, yeah. I just see the uh, little kid loves banana in the in the related two videos okay <laughs> back to it's an avocado thanks that's yeah, a sorry th th this is an episode about christmas okay it so is. These, they, these are they, this is on christmas topic. related they, yeah. these are kids opening christmas gifts yeah and uh what happens here they're okay so the autobots in human form are walking down the street they're not being stared at for the first time which they're like hey that's kind of cool right um but they're cold and they're like oh Man, I mean, they're not, humans... they're not 25-foot robots anymore, so. And um, they're like, man, it's like cold. And one of them like slips and like hurts themselves. And they're like, how do humans survive with these fra fragile bodies? And I remember looking to my partner and being like, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that that's part of life on Earth. Uh, dear Cybertronians. Welcome to just being in pain all the time, Cybertronians. <laughs> uh, um, and then they discover that they're hungry. 
I, I like to imagine them being like uh, Agent Smith in the real world in the Matrix Revolutions, just like taking a knife and like cutting one of them's like cutting their hand. That'd be a Decepticon if a Decepticon turned human. That'd be a Decepticon move, being like, that, so this is what pain feels ooh, like. Mr. That would be Anderson. what Shockwave would do. That'd be the Shockwave. kind of thing. Shockwave or Tarantulas would be doing those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some fucked up shit like cutting themselves and seeing their pain threshold and how much damage they can take and yeah. other weird stuff like that. Uh, but not the Autobots. Um, they go to a burger shack. Yeah, they yep. go to a burger shack and Bulkhead like overeats and uh Yeah, and he overeats we, and he, it's the trope we, where he's like, Oh, I don't feel so good, guys. Yeah, we get some toilet humor here. We get some toilet humor. My partner checked out. This is <laughs> that's as far as they watched. The, the this the the show almost lost me here. I but it boy it, does it get better. It it cut it comes back around. It gets way, way better. These are these are actually like legit great episodes. Um, who's the uh, the the older Autobot with the the scar above his eye? Uh, uh, Ratchet. Ratchet. Uh, forgive me, I don't know what they their human forms have looked like before this. Um, but he's like he turns to Prowl and he's like, "How come your fuel intake is different than ours?" And he's like, "Oh, um, I I got vegetables. Uh, they they burn cleaner than whatever you're eating. Uh, do you even know what's inside meat?" And both kids like, nope, and don't care. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> so Prowl's a vegetarian. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Uh, and then something bad happens, but they don't have to pay the check. So I, <laughs> I guess there's that. Predacons attack with shark missiles. Ooh, the shark missiles are coming at you. Shark decons terrorize. <laughs> if, if only. If only. <laughs> Um, uh, and so, yeah, buildings start burning, and yeah, uh, they don't know what to do because they're people. They're missiles blowing up buildings. And uh, Optimus is like, hey, just because we're not Transformers doesn't mean we can't help. And I love that, that, and, that go-to G.I. Joe attitude. And then he's like, yo, Joe, and they all charge in. And, hey. pe- and then, like, G.I. Joe was there, starts playing. <laughs> Uh, oh, there is a funny part though. He's like Autobots. Uh, I, I mean, Auto we should, Men. We should definitely cover an episode of GI Joe on one of our podcasts at some point. Surprised we haven't. Maybe yeah. on the the maybe on the Lasercomb podcast where that's we a, yeah. where we review random episodes of classic TV shows. Oh, that's definitely gonna end up on there, through no fault of our own. Even that's a classic. But yeah, yeah um, uh, Optimus is like, all right, Autobot. Uh, auto men roll out uh, and transform. Uh, let's let's go. <laughs> and I I don't know why I thought I actually like laughed. I was like, wait, is this is this show well written? I well I dig it. <laughs> well, actually, on uh, the subject of being uh, well written, um, this show was co-created, or at least he was the sh- one of the showrunners or something, uh, by Marty Eisenberg. So this actually makes a kind of beast, uh, beast era adjacent in a way, because Marty Eisenberg was one of the co-creators of Beast yeah. Machines. So, uh, which we've been digging, <laughs> which we've, uh, if you've been following along with this podcast, we've been, uh, you'll, you'll know, we've been, 
Uh, pretty big fans of Beast Machines so far. Controversial opinion, I know. But but Beast Machines actually pretty good. You're allowed to like Beast Wars. And Beast Machines. And <laughs> Beast Machines. Uh it it may seem it may seem People might unfriend you if you say that out loud though. <laughs> yeah, you you might uh uh you might uh get uh thrown off of the Energon Mountain or something or ejected or ejected out into space in a stasis pod. There we go. Or in the trash chute. <laughs> Stuffed into a trash chute. Oh yeah, yeah. Ejected out the axelon. <laughs> <laughs> or beamed over to the Predacon base. Yes. Well, that, that's even worse. Uh, so Prowl does some... I don't know how to say this. Uh, Matrix Prowl bullshit. bullshit. Prowl bullshit. Um, he saves a kid and he does like a backflip out of like a four-story building and lands with them. And the kid runs back to its mom and the other Autobots, are, auto men, are like, how did you... How did you do that? The and auto Paul's dudes. Like, the auto dudes. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I, I like it. Let's go with auto dudes. The auto dudes. And uh, Prowl's like, I'm. I'm not sure. But yeah, he did some like absolutely like inhuman amounts of stunts. Something that doesn't seem physically possible. And he had said earlier when he was touching the snow, he's like, "It's weird. I can feel it all, and it all seems so real, but something's off." And uh, boy, oh boy, this is these episodes. This episode gets wild. Follow the white rabbit, Optimus. R- right? <laughs> <laughs> Follow, Follow the, the white, white kitty. Tigatron is here. Yeah. So sorry, like goes back to base, and she's like, instead of being like, "That's weird. Where are they?" She's like, "Fine, sleep in. <laughs> See if I care." But I'm like, "Sorry, a brat." Yeah, uh, I kind of kind. A rat, kind. Huh? Kinda. She she ends up being pretty useful, especially in the second part of oh, this. Yeah, I I really dig her. So yeah, uh, so uh, Starscream shows up and uh, starts attacking. Shit talks them, and they run start, away. They they run away. He hears them like like call each other by their Autobot names, and he puts two and two together and figures out that uh, like, oh, you little uh, shitbags are actually the Autobots. Look, you're humans now. You're like filthy meat bags. Filthy organics. Filthy organics. And they try to uh, stomp them, but they run away with all the other people. And the, <laughs> the Decepticons can't tell any of the humans apart, so they just get away in the crowd. I, I do. I do kind of. I, I find that kind of amusing. <laughs> I Yeah, it was like that. That checks out because they don't give a shit about people. Yeah. Why would they be able to tell like one ant from another? Yeah, exactly. Right. And I, I love it. It's just like, well, we need to get back to base. How do we do that? And they're like, well, we have no other option. And then it like cold cuts to them on the bus. And I, that's when I was on board for yeah. these episodes. And um, there's silence, silence, just the sound of the bus. And then Bulkhead says, and then like an obnoxiously loud voice, you know, this isn't so bad. <laughs> At least we're not driving. Yeah, at least we're like not that. driving. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just the idea of the Autobots and a bus. You want to know what Christmas I? You want to know what I find to be one of the funniest, like just uh, images, like just funniest things to see, uh, ever to to What's me that? personally. Anyway, in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, 
there is a scene on a highway where you just see Raiden, a cyborg ninja, just casually driving a car. <laughs> just a normal car? Just a normal car. And he's in his, like, full-on, like, ninja, like, ex exosuit and everything with, like, his visor on. And he's just driving a car. <laughs> and it's so out of place, too, because, like, he, he's fighting mechs all game, right? Yeah. But yeah, he's just, just driving driving on a highway. <laughs> the, the humor of those games. Mm -hmm. uh, so they get off the bus because they're going... I can't remember where they get off the, the tower or something because they're trying to get Sari's help. Um, and they say, wait a second, this is impossible. And there's a giant shadow. Boom. Cybertron. Right yeah, here. Cybertron's just there. Like, what it's the fuck? It's just here. What is this, a Michael Bay movie? <laughs> that's what i was wondering i was like what's going on here wait a second and that, indeed that, all that, of the that, uh... that that is actually a thing that happened in one of the michael bay i think it happened in like the last night or something or like one of, one of the later ones like cybertron just ended up in earth's orbit yeah i yeah i don't like them man. no i <laughs> i don't like them either bumblebee is okay yeah i've heard that one breathes some humanity into the series john cena's fun there's and I, I i i know i've talked about this before but like the opening like three minutes or so is on cybertron and they actually look like movie versions of like g1 transformers not like oh, okay. the see that seems not cool. not like the like mechanized like mess that they that michael bay transformers look like Ten thousand points of articulation <laughs> Yeah, these actually look like how you would imagine like Optimus Prime and like Soundwave and Starscream and shit from the G1 cartoon in a movie today. Maybe I'll check out Bumblebee. It, it's definitely worth it. I, I would say yeah. check it out. I'm not checking out like four or five and six no. <laughs> or no. whatever they're at now. Oh, and that uh, that uh, Rise of the Beasts movie that got delayed recently until it's supposed to come out uh, June 2022. It's now been delayed until 2023, even though the movie is done. Well, you know, those editors, uh, I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're, you know what? It could maybe just all, be waiting maybe for all the, theaters to. Maybe all the editors have COVID. Or they're just waiting for people to go to theaters again so they can milk milk it for all it's worth. Well, recently, uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home was released and uh, had the third highest opening weekend of all time. Of so all time? Of all time. So pandemic be damned. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Pandemic be damned. Uh, like fucking everyone went and saw that. that uh, almost said Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I might actually go see it on Christmas Day, but... I haven't, yeah. Um, because I am a, uh, uh, despite all of the rising, uh, and I don't want to get too much into talking about COVID here, but despite all of the, the rising um, cases of COVID, uh, I am a quote-unquote essential worker. So I can't really hide from the shit anyway. So I might as well go to a movie. And you take all the precautions necessary, right? Oh, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not like you don't take it seriously. No, no, not at all. Um, but uh, but but yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh Bumblebee. yeah, where were we? Um, Bumblebee, check it out. Yeah, Bumblebee, check it out. <laughs> Spider Man, check it out. Um, yeah, Transformers. Almost um, forget about it. 
the Star Wars, forget about it. Nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes it anyway. Um, Megatron lands and he's like, oh, wait a second. You, you just used each other's names. Are, had the Autobots hung out with the filthy, disgusting organics so much that you became them yourselves? <laughs> and Starscream's like, okay, let's kill him. And he's like, or we leave them alive so they can see all their precious humans die first. I'm like, there's the Megatron we know and love. Yep, that that that's the Megatron shit right there. And um, they're like, this is unbelievable. And Optimus is like, you're right, it is unbelievable. And he stands up and they're like, what? I thought your leg was broken. And he's like, it's not broken because it's not real. And Prowl takes off dun, his dun, dun. arm sling. And he's like... My arm isn't broken because um, I don't have an arm. Dun dun dun. And then they start doing some weird, like, like don't they start like flying around and shit like that? Well, Prowl is like, none of this is real, and Megatron tries to crush him in his bare hands, and he jumps out of his grasp, does like seventeen flips in the air, and karate chops Megatron's. Prowl is badass in this episode as a human, just saying. And he karate chops Megatron's arm off. Like, as a tiny person, he could, like, fit in his hand. And you're like, he's doing it. He's beginning to believe. Come on, stop trying to hit me and hit me. And so basically, they're, they're all starting to believe. And then I they're all fighting back. They're realizing I they're in a simulation. I did watch that new Matrix movie recently. Uh-huh. It's um I'm preparing for the worst, but hoping for the best. It's um <laughs> the the first act is a mess. Um the first act is really cringeworthy. I won't really go into why, but the first act gets is so meta to the point of just being stupid. Like, it's very blatant what they're going for with it. And it's just, it's anyone listening to this. Blatant? Like, no, the, there's, there's, I like the subtlety of the Matrix. There, there no, is no, I don't want. There, there is no subtlety. See, that's the thing is meta can be, can actually be pretty, can be fun if it's clever and nuanced. Yeah. It is not clever and nuanced in this movie at all. It beats you over the fucking head. Like, it just makes you roll your eyes because it's like. It's like, yeah, this is just the Wachowskis like commenting on their movies. Like it, 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 it yeah, it, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, you'll you'll see exactly what I mean. But fortunately, once the first act is over, all of the meta stuff gets dropped like a bag of rocks. And it, it kind of makes you wonder why it was even there in the first place because it doesn't really like factor into the rest of the plot oh, at I... all. Oh no, that's I'm gonna hate it even more. I... So Christopher, maybe listeners know that the movies that I hate the most are the movies that have a lot of potential or like the first half is really good, and then it just fucking shits the bed. Uh, I I would say you could chop off most of the first act of that movie, and the movie would have been better for it. It actually gets pretty cool from the uh, like the like the second act onwards. Okay, um, okay. It, Expect it, it the gets, worst. Prepare for it, the worst, but hope for the best. <laughs> it gets pretty cool. I would still say it is the worst of the four. They they the the series oh, it would have to be right. 
the the series is like there's four movies and it's like the very like definition of diminishing returns in terms of quality. Yeah, they get worse and, and worse. Yeah. One is the best. Two Reloaded is the second best. Revolutions is the third in qual third in quality and third installment. And The Matrix Resurrections is the fourth and it is the least good. Hopefully of them all. they end it before they get to like Jason in space. Like Jason X <laughs> levels of because like horror I, franchises I, milk i i actually like jason x i i've seen it and it, it is actually one of the better jason because <laughs> at that point they just knew they knew what they were doing like oh they're shameless that, about it yeah yeah at that point jason they're like, takes they're, manhattan they're like fuck they're like fuck it let's send him to space and make him a cyborg if leprechaun can do it so can we oh. uh, I, just, I just can just imagine like how much coke was being done at that pitch meeting He's a cyborg and he's in space. Hmm. Kills teenagers having sex on a space station. Woo, let's do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Jason in space. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Fuck, get the cameras right now. Can we call right up the guy who plays him? No? Can we get someone else? Do you know someone else who's like seven feet Look tall? Fuck it, I'll do it. Fuck, I, I, fuck, I might as well be, I feel like I'm fucking seven foot tall right now. <laughs> Uh, cyborgs it well okay so something uh, i found out re-watching this this episode uh, we're talking about human error back to <laughs> animated um right. sorry is a cyborg she she's I, yeah, that, organic that that completely caught me off guard that caught me off guard she she's tech organic said like her I, eyes i said are... that like i was from ontario i was like that completely caught me off guard caught me off guard there <laughs> And um, I didn't realize that because she goes down underneath the Autobot base and her hand is like a robot hand and she makes like a light and she can shoot energy blasts. I Today I learned, and it becomes relevant later, that Soundwave can't control... Spoilers for the episode that we're talking about. Soundwave is alive. <laughs> um, and... She fights him down here. She blows a huge chunk off of his shoulder. And, and she uh, sees that they're all plugged into like machines. Like they're plugged, they're, they're, they're plugged into the, the matrix. matrix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Soundwaves defeats her. Oh, sorry, back on the surface. Um, uh, so, they had sound, defeated so, Soundwave like starts like shredding a guitar and attacking her with like bitchin' power chords. Yeah, and he says, uh where where is it here yeah she takes a huge chunk out of yeah he fights with an electric guitar folks this show's rad (laughs) (laughs) and he's like uh sonic attack and um his his bird um changes into an electric guitar and he has a bat and it changes into a keytar like yeah (laughs) he's fucking rad the 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 bat would be a laser beak Mm. Yeah. But he has laser beak too. He has multiple flying ones in this. Oh, the yeah, so laser beak would be the bird and the bat would probably be rat bat. R- rat rat bat. But anyways, he kicks Sari's butt and she has to retreat. Which is interesting. Like she's not coming to save the day. She's ah, take I'm off. right. I'm right. It is rat bat. Rat bat? Yeah. Yeah, and she's like I'll be back for you guys. Just wait. And she runs away and retreats. 
And uh, Soundwave like shit talks her as she's leaving. And she's like, your friends cannot defeat me. And then he's like, all right, I'm pumping up the jam. And he starts like hypnotizing them even harder than he was. He's like, um, reprogramming is insufficient. Entering manual mode. And he starts like shredding on his guitar and like essentially brainwashing them in their sleep. And that's the human error part one. Oh, and in the turning, dream world, turning triggers off, playing manual. <laughs> yeah. Time to shred. <laughs> Die, Autobots. <laughs> Actually, I like Soundwave's voice modulation in this show. Excuse me, princess. Uh, yeah, he sounds red. And that is part one. Um, but yeah, in, in the Matrix world, Soundwave's Matrix he um they figured out how to transform in that world and i'm like what would be the point like you can karate chop megatron in half as humans but i guess so they feel like they're in the right body yeah yeah maybe they just want to look like themselves yeah then that's fair it is a visual representation of your digital self and uh they can't break up and then they're like huh well how do we get out of here we need to find We'll get to this part later, but we need to find some sort of representation of Soundwave in this world. And right. Prowl, Prowl's a boss. He's all like, um, "What uh, mind over program?" Or he has some sort of slogan that he says in this, and he kind of does like a Zen meditation thing. And Bulkhead is like, "You keep saying that, but nothing ever." And then he disappears and unplugs from the Matrix right before their eyes. And and indeed, he he pulls himself out and he just like wakes up in like a chair, jacks himself out, and he goes to fight Soundwave. Who kicks his ass? He kicks his ass so hard, he just grabs him by the face, slams him back down into the chair, and then puts like the module back on his head and forces him back into the program. And I'm like, well, that was almost cool. <laughs> almost cool. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, and they see him anyway. and they're like, how'd you get back here? And he's like, Soundwave kicked my ass. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and um, he switches axes, Soundwave. He's like, um, further acceleration of reprogramming needed. Switching to Keytar, which is his like rat bat thing, which yeah. looks fucking metal as fuck, by the way. It's all spiky and jagged. And Can, can a Keytar be metal or is that? Yeah, no, it can, right? Uh, Ailstorm, um, Ailstorm, their, uh, their, their front man. Uh, I've seen him live use a keytar on stage. <laughs> Rad. So there you go. They can. Hell yeah. Also, uh, shout out to, uh, one of our, uh, Patreon subscribers, uh, uh, Game Sprite Mode, who, uh, I've seen on her yeah. Instagram stories plays keytar. <laughs> oh, does she? Yeah. Yeah. Rad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, Keytar's a rad. So she's as cool as Soundwave. And that's high compliment because Soundwave is pretty pretty rad. That is high compliment. I don't know if she listens to this show. I don't think she does, but... Uh, uh, there it is anyway. There it is anyway. For free. <laughs> yeah. um, and I love this because they're, they're transformed back into people because Soundwave is like doubling down and controlling his little matrix. And they're like, right. well, now that we're humans, how do we get back to, to base to fight to chase after um, Soundwave because he's a big van in this world. 
like a hacker van that they need to chase down. And conveniently, Optimus is like, well, we'll drive those. And he points at um, uh, a bunch of vehicles that look like their alt modes in the real it, world. There's a fire truck. There's a, a bumblebee car. Like conveniently enough, there's one for everything. There's a there's a there's a, a motorcycle, motorcycle cop for for, for Prowl. Bike. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a cop motorcycle for for Prowl, which I found amazing. And they get in. They have no idea how to drive. <laughs> Optimus I, is like, this is um, more difficult than I gave the humans credit for. And he's like grinding the. <laughs> the I can stick. appreciate that because it would be a completely different. Uh, the experience would be completely different if you're just dri- like if you are a vehicle and you're driving yourself versus controlling a vehicle and yeah it'd be it'd be different and indeed we get a um a montage of them trying to drive and they're all going down a highway and like the ambulance is going backwards and um they're going like slow and like fast and uh prowl's like ah you get the hang of it you must be at one with the vehicle and then he wipes out and (laughs) it's it's just a montage of them not knowing how to drive. And then right. we cut to a webcam of um, Sorry, like breaking a few of Soundwave's little toys. And Soundwave is like um, techno-organic individual um, is not susceptible to like uh, brainwashing music, which means I must destroy her. And I'm right. like, that's how we, when we find out she's techno-organic. So that kind of makes me want to want to watch this find out what's going on there she's immune to uh sound waves hypnotist hypnotist yeah yeah his uh yeah his uh she she's not down with the the song that he's playing if you know what i mean no no oh her hand opens up her side like she looks like she has a human hand but when she's firing blasts like the fingers all come apart and you can see like electronics under it Rad. <laughs> so yeah, the the Autobots all fall finally, like one by one, fall under Soundwave's uh, yeah, hypnotic he gets spell. Yeah, he gets them. And uh, Sari goes to Dinobot Island to look for the Dinobots. Which kind of reminds me the, of the Island of Misfit Toys or the Island of Broken Toys or uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer were the toys forgotten toys something like that oh yeah i didn't even think of that yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I, I think you're on to something there yeah so so she goes there like trying to get enlist the help of the dinobots and dino or and uh i almost said dinobot dinobot shows up and is like and is like uh are you here to challenge me for leadership challenge me for leadership <sighs> i think not <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> it just kicks this little girl's ass. Are oh, you are a warrior? <laughs> a true warrior. And the, or you know Let what she would battle be fought. <laughs> That's the eye lasers her and she just fucking <laughs> explodes. explodes. I was a bit too hasty. <laughs> oh. We have fun. He died an honorable de- death. Yeah, he has a moment and then he just like moves on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he just like goes back to beast. He sh- he like shrugs and then goes back to beast mode and walks away. 
the Dinobot. We we write the 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 Raptorbot chronicles as as uh, as we go on the fly. Yeah, yeah we 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 can't like now. We we can't make this stuff up. We've tried. We can't make this stuff up ahead of time. It's always just whatever co- like like comes off the top of our heads. <laughs> yeah, that's that's canon in the Rap- Raptorbot chronicles. Now he gets off of no, he goes into stasis on planet Energon, and he wakes up on Christmas Island. <laughs> millions of years in the future that turns out just to kill sorry (laughs) yeah it turns out he didn't actually die at the end of beast wars when the um uh when the nemesis exploded he he just got stuck when when the ship crashed into the ocean he went into stasis lock and eventually like uh like earth like like an island rose up from the ocean and there he was and he just woke up like four million years later yeah raptor jesus yep <laughs> and um yeah the island of um forgotten toys or wherever uh shows a constructicon yeah like, i, I like the land i like this guy <laughs> um this one is he's the crane no he's the cat uh scrapper scrapper. scrapper or wait uh 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 yeah yeah scrapper uh he's been according to the tf wiki he's been marooned for almost seven weeks separated from mix master and dirt boss after their last misadventure and yeah he's just living off the land he even has a little shanty he's he's living like the castaway here he's even got like five o'clock rust So and he he meant he's taken the uh, the Triceratops Dinobot as a pet and named him Snarl, but he mentions that he originally named him Slag, but he didn't take too kindly to that. So in G one, the Triceratops uh, was named Slag, but they renamed right. him Snarl because Slag is actually a derogatory term for a promiscuous woman in the UK. Oh, so he renamed him Snarl, and when the Dinobots Grimlock and Swoop, Swoop or whatever, um, when they say we had argument with with him, and we no talk no more, Dinobots not be pets, um, and they say oh he, or whatever, and he's like okay, so interesting, and uh, sorry, sorry, I'm talk, thinking out loud, folks. Blah, blah, blah. Jumping yeah, in my words. Yeah, I wasn't sure what you were getting at there, but it, it it's a nice little <laughs> reference. It, it's a nice little reference to the fact that the the uh, Dinobot Triceratops in the Transformers universe uh, was originally Slag in G one, but the the character was renamed over the years to Snarl. So okay. it, it so it's cute that they kind of called it out here in the show. That's what I'm tr- I was trying to bumble out. They they called it out and addressed that on the show. There there's another like little uh cute little call out that uh is going to come up pretty soon that um I I'm going to mention when we get there. Oh, yeah. Um so what happens here? She convinces um uh Scrapper and his pet, I guess he domesticated Snarl, <laughs> his pet Snarl um to make a raft. Because it's like, we can't leave the island. And Sardis like, aren't you a Constructicon? Can't you just you make build a raft? A and he, and he's he, like, he mentions, I never thought of that. I never, I never thought about that. And then, <laughs> boom, we immediately transition to a scene where they're on a raft. Yeah. And he's like, hey, well, well, no, I'm just going up north. I hear they've got all kinds of 
delicious oil up there. And sorry, like threatens him. And I guess he's susceptible to the constructicons just go with the flow, right? And she's yeah. like, no, you're going to save the Autobots and be heroes. You hear me? And he's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, uh, our favorite dude shows up. Yeah, it's uh, it's Rekgar. Where does Rekgar come from? The middle of the ocean. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so Rekgar uh, is voiced by um, uh, Weird Al Yankovic. So this is the, the another cute little callback uh, that I that I wanted to bring up. It, tell, us, tra- tell us why, Chris. In Transformers the movie, where the character Retgar was first introduced, the theme song of the Junkions and the Planet of Junk was uh, that played during that whole sequence in the movie was Dare to Be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> so now, you know, like 20 years, 20 plus years later, Weird Al Yankovic voicing Retgar in Transformers is it's fitting. I, I, I like it. I, I, I I'm digging this show. I, I might actually, uh, uh, I might actually start watching this show. I, maybe, I might go check it out too. Who knows? Maybe we'll podcast about it. Um, Stranger things. <laughs> uh, so one thing I've noticed that see he communicated with commercials and, and ads and radio ads. Right. When they went to um, the junk planet, this red car is damaged. Yeah, not fully functional. Not fully functional, <laughs> if you will. Um, I actually and he got... pops up and he's like, "Retgar, <laughs> Retgar is hero. My name is Retgar," and I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> um, we got a simple Jack thing going going on here. <laughs> simple Jack. Uh, and she's like, "Retgar, you got to be pulling my leg." Retgar's like, "Okay, I got to be pulling your leg," and he like grabs Sari's leg. I am Redgar. I am a hero. So I guess she's sorry. He's got three people to come and save the Autobots now. Later on in the episode, uh, uh, continuing on with the the Weird Al theme, at one point he even pulls out an accordion. In the middle of fighting. In the middle of fighting. Yeah, yeah. He pulls out an. Uh, oh, it's when Soundwave is blasting. Um, it it was at that point when I was watching the episode where like because. I had been thinking as I was watching it, I'm like, that kind of sounds like Weird Al, but is it? It couldn't no, be, could it? No, it? It, it probably isn't. But then when he pulled out the accordion, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm looking th- I'm looking this up, because, and lo and behold, <laughs> it's fucking Weird Al. <laughs> and why is an accordion associated with Weird Al? Uh, because he plays accordion, the accordion. Pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fucking... He smashes that thing. Hell, he probably played the ten seconds of accordion that's, that's on the that's in the episode. Oh, I, I'm undoubtedly. <laughs> Why would you get someone else? Yeah, and um, Sari's really growing on me now. She yells like, "All right, um, new auto like pseudo Autobots or Beta Autobot Autobot replacements uh, roll out and attack and." Um, my, they uh, do, and we see a Sailor Moon transformation that Sari does, and th- this is when I was like, okay, this show's great. There's <laughs> a Sailor Moon transformation sequence where, like, her body transforms, like, um, an Iron Man suit is coming out of her. Right. It's, <laughs> I dig it. And then 
they have an electric duel, electric guitar <laughs> duel with Soundwave because he summons the Autobots who are now hypnotized by him. So it's three versus five. On the on the um on the Transformers wiki, there's a screenshot of Soundwave on the monitor with his guitar. And the caption is, now you will watch as I complete through the fire and flames on Expert. <laughs> expert. <laughs> the DM is just, just great. <laughs> I remember reading that too. Oh, I think I shared a screenshot. Uh, I can't remember what. I shared a screenshot of the TF wiki with you at some point. Oh, it was the Christmas. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But you had already read it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in a weird turn of events, um, the Snarl, Scrapper, and Retgar are the good guys with Sari in robot form. And they're fighting like brainwashed Autobots and Soundwave. And it's good. It's one of those things where it's like, we're not going to talk about the choreography. They fight. Right, it's right. rad. Yeah. People get chopped in half. Um, the new Autobots win. But like, Snarl is just acting like an animal. Um, Scrapper is kind of like a coward. <laughs> and Retgar like forgets what side he's fighting on half the time. And he sees Soundwave jamming out with his like sonic wave attacks. And he pulls out his accordion and he's like i am retgar i'm a hero <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what a joy what a just what a joy and yeah. uh, eventually sorry does get through to her friends and kind of like snaps them out of it though right yeah 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 and um I, we find I'm a little prowl lost was, as to where we are in the episode we find but... out prowl was um pretending the whole time he was mind over mattering that shit like the whole time waiting for his move use that using processor over matter processor over matter he's oh, the morpheus shit. of the group oh shit on the tf wiki there's actually that actually is a hyperlink to something uh processor over matter is an advanced cyber ninja technique that allows the ninja bot to manipulate his surroundings using a supreme state of mental concentration most start humming when concentrating that's amazing. See, also, telekinesis. <laughs> I, I love that. See, also, telekinesis. Yeah. Uh, uh, Merry, uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas to the, to the TF Wiki uh, uh, contributors. <laughs> yeah, so um, so, something, oh, man, so, something really cool happens. Um, Soundwave, man, is he MVP. We're not selling it. MVC, most valuable Cybertronian. Um, MVB, he just starts walking most, out. Most valuable bot. Bot. There we go. Um, he just starts like saying like obey, 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 and he just starts like rocking out and attacking everyone with his like sonic blasts. It's pretty and metal. It's pretty metal, and he's like, "Your axe cannot. Your axe is uh, cannot harm me, Optimus." Because he disarms um, Optimus's like trademark axe, and he's like, "No, um, but I can use your axe." And he like grappling hooks Ratbat out of the air, grabs him, blocks sound waves like sonic blasts, forcefully transforms Ratbat 
into his like electric guitar version. And then they have a Dragon Ball Z energy battle, <laughs> electric guitar duel. Yeah, yeah. They, and I'm like, they this, do. this might actually be the coolest moment in all of Transformers history. <laughs> Optimus <laughs> Prime, electric guitar, like Dragon Ball Z battling sound wave. And I just wish it was an actual guitar duel, kind of like in reboot. Do you know what I mean? Like a 60 right. second long, right. like, like shred off. It gets even better though, because Optimus, like, just stops and charges towards Soundwave. Soundwave is like, you cannot beat me, bitch. And he's like, no, I can't. He stops and charges towards him and leaps into the air and then wields the guitar like a fucking axe and like axes Soundwave right in half. Yeah, because he's like, you cannot shred better than I can on these axes. And he's like, no, I can't. <laughs> oh. And he sm <laughs> like smashes him into a thousand pieces. Yeah, it's oh, it, man, it, it's pretty dope. It's pretty, I it's pretty metal. I didn't know I didn't know uh, Transformers animated could be that badass. But Mike, man, I really liked this. Honestly, Thanks the only go ahead. <laughs> honestly, the only thing I knew about the like I'd only knew known about Transformers animated because, as I mentioned earlier, when we worked at Blockbuster, like we worked at Blockbuster around this time, right? I remember like a DVD of like the first couple of episodes coming out. Oh, like in the kids section or something. Yeah, yeah. So I remember that coming out and seeing the cover and being like, huh. Well, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, well, anyway. Looks lame, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know. Because I was 23 years old at the time. Yeah. Right next to um, Caillou and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Batman love that duel and what happens here Soundwave is tra transformed into like all of Soundwave is transformed into his boombox form right and I, I guess he's in a, like a passive mode right now and he's like you have not heard the last of Soundwave and sorry goes down and just like he, he's an old cassette player like he's a boombox right and she just presses like the power button and she's like it's supposed to be silent night <laughs> and I expected her to put on sunglasses <laughs> and I was like holy shit and then this... laser beak laser beak swoops in and grabs Soundwave and then flies away and and I'm like you just turned it off shouldn't you have smashed it or grabbed it no laser beak saves Soundwave I, I'm really curious to know, like, why Soundwave is such a big bad in this universe. Like, he seems to be more of a threat than Megatron. And he, he could have just destroyed the Autobots, but he wanted to reprogram them, like, get, mm -hmm. make them Decepticons, right? I'm really, uh, I'm really curious about the overall story of this show, honestly. Yeah, like, this, this makes me want to watch it. Yeah. Like, legit, yeah. Yeah, legit. And um, we cut to the city being like repaired from their battle. And there are um, robotic trash cans walking around, grabbing garbage and putting the garbage inside of them. And I'm like, oh, like Cybertronian technology is like influencing humanity in this world. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Seems that, legit. 
that that was something from the Michael Bay movies, though, too. And, yeah. Oh, uh, where are you going, camera? That was weird. <laughs> it, was yeah, that was... Con- it was pulling a connect on you. Just yeah. starts looking up. <laughs> it was like, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, so, so well, speaking of goodbyes, uh, the replacement Autobots are just kind of like, well, our work here is done. We're going to go back to um, the island and f- go fishing. And um, Scrapper tries to ride Snarl again like he did earlier in the episode. Right. No, he kicks him off. Why are they going back to the island? They mentioned earlier that they were stuck there. He's realizing now that he he liked how peaceful and isolated it was. Um, he's like, oh man, like, don't get me wrong, but it's like too much work. And I, I love this line. And he's like, and there's no pay overtime Ooh, pay. Work. <laughs> yeah, he's like, there's no overtime. You never told me there was no overtime. Like a <laughs> like a that's very like you know like no union construction like worker he and yeah and he has a bit of a new yorker accent and he he sounds like he sounds like a new york construction worker you never told me there was no overtime yeah (laughs) Uh, i i i dig this guy um yeah i dig the the, show voice acting's great yeah um and that's Pretty much the end of the episode. They say some he yells hi ho silver to try to ride Snarl, and Snarl just like kicks him like a horse. And um, it ends with they're like, Oh, what about um Retgar? And Retgar is like walking around. He's like, It's time I cleaned this city up, literally. And he's like walking around, like cleaning all the debris up. And then yeah. the, the episode ends with him being like, Ho ho ho, Merry Christmas. There's enough garbage for everyone, and then all the debris that he gathered up—he just has in a sack. Yeah, he's just he's tossing just... it. <laughs> so he's just redistributing trash that he just <laughs> vacuumed up. Which I mean, isn't that the spirit of Christmas? And that's, uh, and that's every, everything ends that, okay. <laughs> that that's gift giving in my family, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Give the presents that you got last year to another family member give the trash that someone gave you like <laughs> 10 years ago that you don't want to someone else amazing uh, i i loved this um yeah so uh go ahead <laughs> l- l- let's get into it uh here on too much energon we rate episodes or comics or fuck even board Movies. games at this point board, board games <laughs> on the too much energon scale which it ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon it's basically bad okay good cal what are you going to rate these episodes on the too much energon scale this is an extremely high too much energon this right. man i i can't believe how much i like <laughs> i liked these going in skeptical too i'm like i'm not gonna like this and I'm skeptical of everything. Ask Christopher how much I've bitched about um, like Marvel movies <laughs> and Star Wars. But I like this is just good. Listeners, he didn't even want to watch Beast Machines at one point. It's true. I was like, how good could it be? And he's like, hold your horses. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so a high too much energon. I okay. resounding too much energon. I eat. Don't want if you don't watch anything, watch these two episodes of Transformers Animated. All right, uh, I am going to give it a low too much energon, uh, just because I think the 
I think the second episode kind I, I think the the battles in both episodes go on a little too long. And I think the second there are moments in both episodes where they both kind of drag. I think this could have easily been just mashed into one 22 minute episode. I don't think it needed to be a two parter. Yeah, it stretched things out. I wanted more spiritual contemplation from Prowl, which we we still got some of. So I I really liked that. Um, But her going into the, the factory, losing the sound wave, leaving the factory. Um, her going to the island, recruiting them, like coming back. There's a lot of like filler kind of stuff. There is. Yeah. You're right. It, it could have been. It could have been one episode. They they definitely could have trimmed it down. So because of that, like I still I still loved it, and uh, indeed, like I I legitimately want to check this show out now. Um, yeah. Like I, I'm curious. I'm like, why? Yeah. Sorry, Techno Organic. Why is her dad dressed like Dexter from Dexter's Lab? <laughs> like. <laughs> um. How did um how did Scrapper get to the island of <laughs> forgotten toys? <laughs> why why are also the Dinobots there? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got a lot of questions. Kudos. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of questions about the the overall plot of this series, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna check it out. So, but again, low too much energon just because I think a lot of fat could be trimmed from both of these episodes. There's the oh I don't feel so good like toilet humor yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 ruined that completely ruined this for your partner oh yeah which, they, they which, left at that point which, which, <laughs> I, I i completely understand i almost checked out you, at that yeah. point <laughs> me too <laughs> uh it's just a joy like Rathgar and just the the guitar duel and just it heavily the good heavily outweighs the the bad agreed also, I got to see Prowl as a motorcycle cop. Karate chop Megatron's arm off. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, <laughs> isn't that the the greatest gift of all? It is. That that is that that made my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that uh, that was part two of our too much energon holiday special. Uh, if you want to support the show, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where each and every week, well, not so much this month lately, there haven't, hasn't been any preambles this month, honestly, because most of the shows that we've done have all been, have mostly been in the same room. So a lot of the like preamble stuff has mostly just been like me, like setting Many shit up. talking over yeah, each yeah, other. And, and me setting shit up. <laughs> Yeah, and so just it's just not it's it's not really like it's not good audio. There's not a lot of conversation going on or anything. Also, like that. venting about things that are personal. Yeah, yeah, um, like with with all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but typically, you get uh, a bonus preamble audio uh, every week from this and all of the podcasts that we do each and every week. Uh, starting at the five dollar and up tier, you also get a monthly commentary track from us. We recently. I uh, covered all three of the matrix, uh, all three of the original matrix trilogy. And uh, we're going to be doing a Christmas movie here pretty soon. Very, very soon uh, at the time of recording, actually. Uh, and uh, we will definitely be doing a commentary track of the, uh, the, the, the new matrix movie at some point, uh, probably in the next couple of months. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, that's all I'm at the five, that's all at the $5 tier. What's that? I'm probably going to hate it more than anyone. 
I, I really, really want to, uh, to, to hear your thoughts on the okay. movie. So okay. I, I, I want you to see it a ASAP. I'm going to watch it ASAP. Um, I could even potentially provide you with a completely legal copy if you would so, uh, so, so appreciate. Um, completely legal is good. Yep. Uh, HBO Max, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, at the $10 and up tier, you get our typically weekly uh, news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. Uh, we haven't really done one of that this month either because, well, we did one at the beginning of December, but uh, just because of scheduling and like time and yada, yada, yada. It just hasn't worked out, but we're going to have a new one uh, this week very, very soon. It'll be the last one of 2021. And also at the $10 tier uh, for another of mine and Cal's podcast, the Laser Comb Podcast, where we review uh, random episodes of classic TV shows with a fine tooth laser. Uh, if you subscribe at the $10 tier on Patreon, you get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of. Uh, shout out to our new patron, uh, our boy, Cone Killer Confusor, who's been a longtime listener of our various shows he actually tried to pitch transformers animated which yeah, i found and you were quite, like funny I, story I, but <laughs> i was like my dude just just wait for just wait you're gonna literal, get it sooner than you think <laughs> just wait literally a day a, a day for uh the the part two of the too much energy on holiday special because we're gonna be talking about transformers animated so uh, and that's the first thing he brought up that is the first thing he brought up yeah and um yeah so for uh anyone wondering yeah ten dollars you can pitch us a show we watch a random episode from that show but there are some rules yeah on the laser comb podcast um it uh has to be a serialized tv show and it has to be finished uh not serialized it just has to be narrative based oh sorry narrative based you're right no narrative based um and what that means is other than no currently running tv shows um no reality tv no game shows that's that sort of thing so it yeah. has to it has to be it has to have a a narrative it has to be narrative based it has to have a story of some sort like a sitcom or a drama yeah. an hourly drama doesn't really we, matter we randomly uh yeah we what did we do we did uh the christmas married with children yep last week we did a two-part uh uh, Christmas, uh, married with children, Christmas episode, which was, I had a lot of fun doing, uh, it was one of our longer episodes of that show. As a matter of fact, for, for someone who claimed that they didn't like it, uh, we had a lot to say, <laughs> say about it. <laughs> um, but we've, we've gotten a lot of cool stuff on, um, from, um, patrons like, yeah. uh, fighting food ons and, uh, January, <laughs> Jan January, uh, January is actually going to be all Patreon patron sponsored shows for the Let's Go podcast. Fun. So I've already got a couple in the queue now. I've got to reach out to a couple more people to figure out what they want us to talk about in the month of January, but keep an eye out for that. If you want to get in on that, patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, social media, go to facebook.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, central hub for this and all of the various other podcasts that we do. There is a Too Much Energon uh dedicated uh, too much energy on proper facebook page but i think i might actually delete that to kind of just streamline things into oh, just the laser you. comb page uh but you can also follow us on twitter 
at Too Much Energon, or you can follow me at Lasercomb once again, L A Z O R C O M B. And Cal, you are also on Twitter as well. Aren't yeah, you? Neo, Neo Cal, N E O underscore K A L. I'm also going to uh, be streaming on the Twitch. Oh, perhaps you've heard about it. People like play video games and like hang out in hot tubs and stuff on it. I was going to say something like on, that. Put on bikinis and hang out in hot tubs. <laughs> yeah, n- nothing cool like that. Just like me playing video games. But uh, there it is. Playing video games in a hot tub. I should take it to next level. I should play video games in a hot tub. <laughs> Just the best of both worlds. Yeah. Man, what a life to lead. Imagine getting paid for that. <sighs> getting paid to hang out in a <laughs> in a hot tub. Uh, this is the final episode of Too Much Energon for the year of 2021. Episode 68 what? of Too yeah. Much Energon. Yeah. Uh, We will be back uh, early in January with uh, episode 69. Nice. Nice. Too much energon, which is going to be uh, parts of a interview that we did with uh, mainframe composer Bob Buckley. The interview also appeared on our reboot podcast, but I'm also going to make it an episode of this show as well, just to just to get that interview out to as many people as possible because we we talk a lot about reboot we also talk a lot about beast wars and shadow oh, yeah. raiders and yeah it's a it, it it's a very like uh cro- and we talked about all those shows with them yeah yeah so it's yeah. it it's it, it, the, the interview is relevant to both this and reboot so that that'll be episode 69 of too much energon in uh the first week of january but uh in the meantime uh, two things before we get out of here. One, I want to give a special shout out to all of our patrons. All of them. And by all of them, I mean our favorite patrons. We've got favorite patrons. Here they come. And by favorite uh, patrons, I mean I'm going to go to Patreon right now and look at who they are. <laughs> Uh, we what what have we got? We got Cone Killer Confusor. We got K. So yeah, uh, Cone Killer Confusor, longtime listener. Uh, uh, recently just joined the Patreon. Uh, after uh, he he's been with us for a long time, but he just oh, yeah. recently joined the uh joined the Patreon. He's done fan art for our shows, and it shout out to him. He he's really cool. Uh, shout out to uh K Game Sprite Mode who is has been with us for a very long time uh she she is a too much tier patron and has been for quite a while so uh and i i follow her on social media she she's a really really cool chick i mentioned she plays guitar uh i know i gotta follow her wait no i already do follow her uh, i didn't know that she played guitar though (laughs) uh she really she really likes metal she she Oh, excuse me. She likes AEW. So yeah, all around cool chick. Uh, also, uh, shout out to our patron, Bemused Horseman. Oh yeah, of course. Shout out to uh, to B, who is uh, one of our was one of our first patrons, as a matter of fact. Yeah, fellow, fellow Canadian. I guess I guess Game Spray Mode is also a fellow Canadian. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to uh, to Lewis. Uh, he he has been a patron of ours for a very long time now at this point as well. 
I, he, he's been listening to us for a long time too. Cause he was one of the like first, like first people outside of my friends on Facebook to actually like the too much Edgerton page. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, also a big shout out to our patron, uh, Jared, uh, Jared, he, uh, uh, sent us, a sent me a pretty hard sent me a couple of heartfelt messages yeah, recently thanks, like man. yeah th thanks uh he's also been a long time listener he's been listening to he discovered us through our reboot podcast and he's been listening to us since earlier since early this year so uh yeah shout out to shout out to him and shout out to anyone i could potentially be forgetting so uh merry christmas to you all yeah merry christmas and happy hall if you don't celebrate christmas happy holidays or just seasons greetings just peace on earth and god rest all ye gentlemen or i i i don't know um and now uh before Have joy during these dark months <laughs> wherever now... that joy may be and uh yes joy joy to the world and before we get out of here, I am going to, I, I have something I want to close this episode of Too Much Energon out. The, the final episode of Too Much Energon for 2021. Uh, I have no idea what he's talking about. No, folks. no. <laughs> so I, 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 I wrote up a little something, a little something, something, and uh, I'm just going to get right into it. So here we go. Was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a maximal was stirring, not even a mouse, nor that filthy rat rat trap. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes the Tripredicus would soon be there. The protoforms were nestled all, all snug in their pods, while visions of Energon danced in their mods. And Black Arachnia, in her handkerchief and I in my cap had just settled our processors for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash of a cross-country missile and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow, much like them go golden titties, on black arachnia's bow when what to my when what to my wondering optics should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight predacon reindeer with a with a little old driver so lively and quick i knew in a moment it must be saint nicholas tron more rapid than air razor his coursers they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, Shears and Vixen. Oh, Comet, on Cupid, on Dancer and Blixen. He, oh, yes. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away, my Predacons. As dry leaves before the wild Anojon fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, Pterosaur and Waspinator flew, with the sleigh full of toys and Tripredicus too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, 
the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney Tripedicus came with a bound, yes. They were reformatted all in fur, from their head to their foot, and their armor plating all tarnished with ash and soot. A bundle of blasters was flung on their back, and they'd look like a peddler just opening his pack. Their eyes, how they glowed, their missiles, how merry, their cheek were like blast craters, their nose a canary. Their droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as snow. The stump of a pipe they held in their teeth, and the smoke it encircled their head like a wreath. They had a broad face and a round little belly they sh that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of Energon jelly. <laughs> they chubby and plump, a right jolly old Predacon, and I laughed when I saw them in spite of old Megatron. A wink of their eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had everything to dread. They spoke not a word, but went straight to their work and destroyed all the stockings. They turned out to be a jerk. And laying their finger inside of their nose and giving a nod, up his middle finger rose. <laughs> they sprung to the sleigh. Their team gave a whistle and they all flew away and shot back at us a missile. But I heard their exclaim, air, they drove out of sight. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow. You're welcome, listeners. From, uh, from uh, Christopher Siege and Neo Cal. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye.